This is HR in Review, a podcast dedicated to HR thought leadership, actionable advice and all the latest developments in human resource management. Welcome to another episode of the HR in Review podcast brought to you by the HR Review magazine. Uh, I am Bill Bannum, your guest host for today, and I'm joined today by Graham L. Close, Head of Nutrition at the Gulf's GP World Tour, Nutrition Consultant to England Rugby, and Professor of Human Physiology at Liverpool John Moores University, where he combines his academic research with nutrition and physiology consultancy to some of the world's leading sporting organisations. Uh, I was privileged to meet Graham several years back in uh, in sunny Cayman um, at a at an HR event there. Uh, I was extremely impressed by the guy, not just because he can handle his beer, but um, he's got he's got a lot of intelligent things to say. And um, Graham, it, it's great to get you on the show today. Bill, it, it's great to be here. It's not not as good as it was to be in Grand Cayman, but nevertheless, uh, <laughs> great to be speaking to you again. Why don't you start by, by uh, beyond my reintroduction there, why don't you start by introducing yourself a bit and and perhaps as part of your answer there, uh, you can you can share, share your career path to becoming a, a sports nutritionist. Yeah, well, maybe a little bit of a strange career path to becoming an academic in that I started life trying to be a professional rugby league player. And I was fortunate enough to have a few seasons playing professionally in the mid-1990s. But for a variety of reasons, probably focused upon a lack of ability. Um, I needed to find a second career and I moved into sports science. You know, if you can't do sports, well, then maybe let's study it. And that career has just gone, taken me to places I never thought it would. Probably because of my connections from my professional playing days. But now it's led me to, as you said, heading up nutrition for the England rugby team where I've been fortunate to work at the last two World Cups and we're working towards uh, the next World Cup in France next year. Uh, Recently, I've been working with the DP World Tour Golf, as you said, and and that's been fascinating. Spent several years working in in Premier League football, consulting to the likes of Everton, Aston Villa, um, and working with any athlete who's interested in trying to understand how nutrition can maximise their health and performance. And then most recently, my career has taken me in a slightly different avenue where I'm trying to translate some of this expertise that we have, that we teach the elite athletes and trying to show the everyday person how these tips and tricks we use to get elite athletes elite are just as applicable to the everyday worker. This edition of HR in Review is a special guest episode brought to you in partnership with our friends at the North American-based HR Chat podcast, a podcast focused on interviews with HR, talent and tech experts. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that applicability in a bit. Um, but before we get there, I want to chat to you a little bit about uh, some of the work that you do with you know, the world's greatest athletes, really, frankly. Um, so... Tell me, where does nutrition and physiology fit into maximizing sporting performance? And as part of your answer there, I, I, I know it's not um, I know it's not your discipline, but I'm sure you've got really keen in, insights here. I'd love to also hear from you if you're able to so, sort of describe some of the characteristics of a dedicated mindset. Yeah. Um, so when I was studying sports science, the main textbook that, that physiology was taught from, um, chapter one was called Nutrition, the Base for Human Performance. 
and I guess my interest can almost be stemmed back to, to the, that nutrition is literally the base for human performance. Everything that we do and everything that we become is based on the foods that we eat. You know, we literally are what we eat. We, we can do studies where we'd label up food, you eat it, and a few hours later, that is literally your muscle. So if we want to change our ability to perform, well, it's crucial that we fuel it in the right way. And in a similar manner, we know that just by changing the the amount of foods that we eat or manipulating the carbohydrates we eat before exercise can be the difference between being able to run for 30 minutes or being able to run for two hours. So it, it's got a, a magnificent effect on the human body. And the more that I study it, the more I become fascinated by, by this topic. And I also think it's probably the most misunderstood of all the sports science disciplines. It's been overconfused over the last decade by people trying to probably sell you things that you don't need and trying to overcomplicate what really should be quite a simple science. So that's why nutrition uh, fascinates me. And, and to briefly touch on the second part of that question, the mindset of the elite athlete. The more I've worked in this industry, the more I see that the very elite athletes have this unquenchable thirst to get better. And they'll wake up each morning and ask themselves, how can they be a better version of themselves today? And at night, they will reflect on that and they'll wake up the next morning trying to implement that better version of themselves. And when you work with athletes, it's incredible at that quest for continual improvement. And nutrition is just one of them small things that the elite athlete knows that if they maximize, they will become a better version of themselves. Okay, thank you very much. So let's let's focus in on employees uh, because you know this is a show for HR folk and leaders and talent professionals and whatnot, and they've all got an interest in in the well-being of employees. How can a poor diet impact employees, Graham? And what I mean by that is how can it harm their happiness, their concentration levels, and and their productivity? Yeah, a poor diet can do all of them and many, many more things. The first thing I do when I'm trying to help an athlete is improve their health. And if we get the health right, then it's easy to improve the performance. But you can't improve performance without having the health right in the first place. And we all need to look at modern society, the you know, the, the, the high energy dense foods that can lead to over consuming foods, which can lead to unwanted gains in body fat, the high energy foods that are completely lacking in nutrient density. So a lot of energy, but not a lot of actual nutritional value within there. Um, and a lot of confusion when it comes to what we should be eating can all lead to problems such as type 2 diabetes. We know we've got a major problem with type 2 diabetes, um, which is you know completely reversible by or fixable or even preventable by getting this this right. We, we know about the association between uh, nutrition and cardiovascular disease. Um, we're also beginning to learn a lot more about nutrition and, and mental health. Um, we want to be feeding ourselves in a way that we can maximize our um, concentration and maximize our energy throughout the day. And all we need to think about is the, the, the reverse of all that, where if we don't get this right, then 
we've got all of these long-term and acute health problems whereby, you know, we are going to be doing ourselves long-term damage. And I think that if we can help the everyday worker by improving their health, then actually the rest will begin to take care of itself. Why not subscribe to the premium version of HR in Review? You'll get ad-free content, early and extra episodes and more. Even better, although it's the premium edition, it's absolutely free. Sign up at hrreview.co.uk slash podcast. Okay, thank you very much. Um, okay, now then, you're going to be presenting at Disrupt HR London on July 6th. Uh, that's happening at the Royal Institution, home of the world-famous Christmas lectures uh, in Mayfair, in posh Mayfair. Um, I am delighted to say that I'm one of the co-organisers, along with the wonderful Chris Bailey and the fabulous Tim Sackett. Um, and so thank you very much for, for being a speaker at the event. Um, the session is called The Simplicity of Elite Human Performance. Maybe you can take a few minutes now and tell our listeners about the presentation and some of the hopeful learning outcomes so for example i understand that you're going to talk through three basic rules for being in prime physical condition my goodness me i, I could use that talking about additional body fat uh, body fat um uh, graham so um I'm, I'm all ears for tips and um uh, i'd love for you to share what you're going to share uh, with our with our listeners now yeah i'm really looking forward to this one um i wonder if it's a first i wonder if there's ever been an ex-rugby player from wigan speaking at the royal institute um Maybe I could be the first one to to be doing that. But yeah, when Chris asked me to speak, this is a topic I've been developing over the last few years, which I have called, as you say, the simplicity of elite performance. And the reason for that is, I think people, as I said earlier in, in, in the interview, I think people overcomplicate what is actually quite a simple science. And when they look at these athletes, Often people think that that just isn't achievable or what they do to get into this prime physical condition would be beyond our realities. Well, when we actually look at it, it's actually quite simple. So I'm going to break, break it down into three topics. The first one, unfortunately, when it comes to the, the nutrition of elite performance is when you look at the elite athlete, despite what you may think, they still have to control energy intake on a daily basis. If an elite rugby player at whatever they want on a daily basis, the chances are they're going to be carrying excess body fat and will increase their risk of things like type 2 diabetes. So even the fittest of the fit have to look at what they're doing on a daily basis. And I want to share with you how they manage it, but without restricting what they have to eat and still enjoying the day-to-day -day nutrition. So my first tip is going to be like managing energy balance, but managing it in a way that still in, allows you to live your everyday life. The second tip I'm going to say is, I think people would think that elite athletes train for many, many hours in, in the day. And if you look at a Premier League football club, the chances are they're only doing 30 to 40 minutes of exercise with any intensity in any given day so they're not doing hours and hours and i want to share with the audience how athletes now train in a time efficient manner to get the absolute most out of that short window and, and how that is completely achievable for everybody and the third tip is 
how we now employ people within elite sports to prioritize the general all-round physical and mental health of our athletes. So we'll employ sleep coaches. We'll get them to visit spas so they're actually recovering and they're looking after their physical and mental health. Some teams I work with have a no phone beyond 9pm policy where we're not allowed to contact our people after 9pm at night. Uh, we teach them about habit stacking and how to build healthy habits into the to their everyday life and how they must prioritise their own health and have some meditation time and some relaxation time. So elite athletes do three things. They control their energy balance, they train in a time-efficient way and they prioritise their physical and mental health. And I'm convinced that if the everyday worker did this, we'd have, we'd have a far healthier society and it is 100% achievable with a few simple tips and tricks. And by the way, it's, it's a pretty unique format, right? Um, 20 slides, five minutes. If you go over five minutes, Chris Bailey runs on the stage and drags you off, although he'd probably struggle with you, Graham. Um, <laughs> what, what, what makes that interesting for you? Yeah, it's a complete car crash waiting to happen, isn't it? Because <laughs> as you probably picked up today, you know, I'm a talker and I, I enjoy talking and, and I can get carried away and get sidetracked and, you know, you asked me to speak about health and I could speak all day. It's my passion. I love it. You know, this podcast could be six hours and you would get bored before I do. I've got to get all this across in five minutes and the slides automatically advance every 15 seconds. So you have to stay on track. And, and I'm not one of life's rehearsers where I think this format works well. Even if you've got a rehearsed script, I like to just go with the flow. So yeah, it's a complete car crash waiting to happen. But I just hope I can pull it off on the day. You'll be grand. You'll be grand. You're, you're a high performer because you, you've got all the right nutrition, etc. Um, hey, two more questions for you before we wrap up for today. And this one we ask all of our guests on the HR in Review pod. Okay. Um, if you could pass on one crucial lesson that you've learned in your career in one minute or less, geez, <laughs> Bill, one minute or less, uh, what would be your top tip for other pros? I'll, I'll kind of give it as two. And one is to prioritise, as I say, your health. We all have many things that we try and prioritise on a daily basis, you know, normally related to work. And no matter how good of a worker you are, you can't do it in a hospital bed or even worse uh, when you're not on this planet anymore. So I think we have to put our health and our family before everything. And if you do that, I generally find you more productive anyway. And to do that, I think human nature works better in routines. So if we can start to build healthy routines into our daily life, you know, making our nutrition part of a healthy routine, finding time to have do breathing exercises and relax and meditate, finding time to go for walks with the family or whatever it may take, but actually making that your absolute priority. And I find that if we can get a routine and prioritize our own health, then actually everything else begins to take care of itself. So that's my, my probably the best thing I've learned from working with the elite athletes. That's what they do. They prioritize the fitness and their health. They prioritize time for the family. And they're all creatures of habit who develop wonderful routines. Sounds pretty straightforward when you explain it like that, Graham. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, before we do wrap up for today, how can our listeners learn more about and connect with you? 
Yeah, I'm pretty easy to stalk, to be honest. You can either find me on the Liverpool John Moores University website. So if you just Google Graham Close, Liverpool John Moores, I'll, I'm, I'll be there. And then on the social media, uh, Twitter, it's close underscore nutrition. Instagram is just close nutrition. I'll be on all the general things like the LinkedIn, etc. And I'm always happy to engage with people. So if I can be any help, anyone's got any quick questions, I'm more than happy to try and answer them uh, and, and see if I can help in any way I can. And of course, uh, Graham will be happy to shake hands of the long queues of people at Disrupt HR London on July 6th. And it's happening 6 to 9pm. Uh, you can find it on Eventbrite. You can also find it on the Disrupt HR website itself and all over the socials. I'm pleased to say that a little social media image that we created for Graham has been rectified and now looks uh, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a conversation earlier today. Um, anyway, with all that said, um, I, I hope listeners, you can, you can join us at Disrupt HR London. And that just leads me to say for today, Graham, lovely to chat to you again. Thank you very much for being my guest. Absolute pleasure. Anytime. The HR and Review podcast is brought to you by hrreview.co.uk. hrreview.co.uk is a website dedicated to human resources and related professionals. News items are posted daily together with analysis looking in-depth at topical HR issues. You can sign up for our range of specialist newsletters at hrreview.co.uk slash sign up and follow us on Twitter at HR Review or join us on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thank you for listening.